Hello, and welcome to my weekly podcast. This is Open Hearts, Enlightened Minds with Abby. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Open Hearts, Enlightened Minds with me, your host, Abby Salmera. Thank you so much, you know, for taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast. Whatever you may be doing, whatever may have happened in your week, I'm glad that you took time to, of course, listen to what I am going to talk about today. As always, let's start off by talking about our weeks, or, you know, my week, of course, you know, if this week wasn't that great for you, and maybe it was, but if it wasn't, we have next week to take on for the better. So that's always something to look forward to, right? So for... Starting off with my week, it's been pretty good. I would say, as I've been saying the last few podcast episodes, I'm still getting used to a lot of, you know, balancing school and work, juggling it all together, because there is truly a lot going on. I have 18 credits plus three on-campus jobs, so I can do it. I'm Abby Salmera, you know, whew, fun times. I'm also still doing Taekwondo, which I just found out that I believe I'm going to Ireland for the Black Belt World Tour next summer, so that's pretty exciting, something also to look forward to, you know, get me through the school year. So yeah, fun stuff. So in this time with being busy with school and work, of course, I've been getting to know a lot more people, you know, in the classes, in the environment, in the in the activities I'm, I'm involved in, in jobs, whatever it may be, I've truly um, been able to meet a lot more people than I did last year, especially because of the pandemic, you know, the lack of in-person events was not super fun, but so I'm super glad that this year we finally get to do it. So last week, one of my um, on-campus jobs, the Business Leaders Incorporated, we actually hosted uh, something called Party on the Plaza, and that's where all the business school clubs um, tabled outside for about three hours, and just it was great to see a bunch of people there, a lot of people ready to get involved in the business school. So yeah, pretty exciting stuff. And in this time, I was um, having a conversation with one of my old friends about interactions with new people. Of course, you know, this friend I've been friend with for a long, friends with for a long time. It's been a while since we had our first interactions with each other. So it's really interesting just recapping on um, what the experience of meeting new people has been like for each other, especially because, you know, we don't go to the same school. We're both uh, 2020 graduates, you know, lack of in-person events last year. So... Lots of opportunities to meet new people. And um, I was explaining her, like, oh, like, this is how my interaction was with a specific person. And she was like, oh, are you being sarcastic? And I was like, huh, interesting. And that's when I started getting the idea to talk about this podcast topic today, sarcasm versus sadness. So that sarcasm... Um, I was like, do you think I just resort to resort to doing that? Do you think it's just a wall that I'm using, you know, to not open up myself to other people, These all these new people that I'm meeting? Is that it? And we kind of just went into this whole conversation about, of course, meeting new people, opening up to them, you know, beginning to have such a deep conversations that I would love to have with them, as I am with all of you, you know, who are listening to this podcast. Hopefully I do get to communicate and engage with some of you one day, and that would be pretty epic. But uh, for now, one thing that I told her is that one of these new people that I met, um, she was like, whenever you talk about anything seriously, it feels like you're like you're about to laugh, and it's just like your um, reaction slash like tone and just the way that you say it does not match up with the seriousness of the situation. So for example, we um, this person and I, we talked about like, uh, our grandpas 
dying and also rape. And just the, um, I don't know, I guess just the way that I presented myself in regards to the topic. So is not like, I don't want to go like, oh, serious. This is, you know, trying to open myself up with all these serious topics. But also, I don't know, I didn't want to say anything like funny about it because it is serious topics after all, you know what I mean? And that's when I started getting reminded of my high school life and questioning whether or not is college, is this going to be a whole repeat of that from sarcasm to sadness? So sarcasm, and to start off with that in the sarcasm versus sadness podcast episode today, sarcasm or being sarcastic can be defined as marked by or given to using irony in order to mock or convey contempt. So, you know, pretty interesting definition, classic Google, you know, just throwing words together to define something. But the sarcasm that I used back in high school, um, I guess I apparently used a lot of it, especially my freshman and sophomore year whenever I'd be interacting with people, of course, meeting all these people who went to different middle schools as me, just kind of finding my own uh, way to come to be, be the person that I am today. I guess sarcasm played a large role in making me the person that I am today. So along with that, I was kind of known for it. Like if I were to respond to something, I would be sarcastic likely. And my friends knew that my response would be, sar- would be sarcastic. The acquaintances that I had in my classes knew that I would just be sarcastic towards them since we weren't super close of friends. And Really, I don't personally think there's anything wrong with sarcasm. I mean, I think it needs to be used in the correct situations. But I think, I don't know, if it's used appropriately, a lot of people connect with it. And for a long time, like, I used it to connect with people. And then for that long time, it honestly felt like a little too much. One of my friends that I was starting to become super close with noticed all the sarcasm. And I don't know, it wasn't exactly that I was being mean. Maybe it was more of a trying to be funny thing, you know, but it was a lot and we had talked about it. So I decided to begin a social experiment for myself. Um, also a social experiment, not, it was, it was a social, social experiment for myself and others. So really it's trying to, me trying to better myself, learn more about myself through this experiment. And this was, um, I decided to go one week without being sarcastic anyone. And this was actually a super big deal for me since I was uh, responding in basically um, sarcasm to anyone that I had talked to. I mean, not everything was, but a good majority of it was sarcasm or something funny, something that wasn't to be taken seriously. You know what I mean? It was, I don't know, it was a lot. And I decided to stop that. So, of course, I had to be careful of my words, careful of what I say, to make sure that I was adhering to the rules of my own personal experiment. And what ended up happening out of this experiment, the results, I guess, actually, there might be some results that I could look up online from probably when I journaled about uh, how the experience was when I decided to become not sarcastic for a week. So I'll check back on that with you. All right, I couldn't find anything super specific about this social experiment that I did back in high school, but there is one thing that I truly remember, a few things really, about the results of the social experiment is that I ended up coming out of it with a lack of emotion, I don't know, being stoic, and having to stop myself from, I don't know, 
giving out words that uh, I guess the whole experience was trying to regulate, right? I remember in middle school, one of my friends was all like, I need to stop saying your mom, you know, like that comeback thing, whatever. And that's what this felt like. I had to stop myself from being sarcastic. And uh, the result of that was that I just ended up being sad. Um, with a lack of emotion. Uh, that's what people noticed. Some of my closest friends noticed that in this time of trying to not be sarcastic, I just came out of it really sad. And I came out of it seeing that if I wasn't being sarcastic, I was just sad. And that defined the rest of my high school years, truly. This sadness. After the social experiment, I convinced myself, I don't know, to stop being sarcastic, not like convincing myself as in doing something I didn't want to do, but it was more like a, I don't know, maybe this is for the better. And the sadness, I found it to be the opposite of sarcasm. It's, I seemed to be more sad because I wasn't, I don't know, trying to humor everyone and stuff like that. I became known to be stoic and known as Eeyore in high school, even though I wasn't that sad all the time. I know some of my closest friends can say, are you sure you really enjoyed you know, being called Eeyore Abbey? Or was that really your thing? Did you, did you actually like that? Or was it just something that people put on you? I think it's a little bit of both. This whole Eeyore Abbey thing, it's cute. I even dressed up as Eeyore for Halloween my senior year because it was something that was so associated with me from becoming sad after this whole social experiment. But hey, that's not all that I am. I'm sure if you've listened to several episodes of my podcast, I don't think I sound that sad all the time. At least I'd like to hope, and if I ever get to meet you in person, I hope I'm not that sad. But hey, yeah, now that I'm meeting new people, is the cycle starting over again? Am I meeting new people, going into the first two years of college as sarcastic, and eventually opening myself up using less sarcasm, and then becoming sad again? Why does this happen? I think sarcasm can truly be used as a cover-up. As I said earlier in the story of me talking with my friend, I asked her, do I just resort to sarcasm? Is that the easy way out of responding to someone in a conversation? Because I think it's a perfect way, I don't know, to stay engaged and to communicate with someone without fully diving deep into whatever you're talking about. It's, it's almost like a safe space. It's um, not, not like a safe space, but like in tag, you know, um, when you don't want to be it, there's like a spot where you can touch and you won't become it. And that's kind of what sarcasm is. Most people will understand what you're talking about, but not super serious so you can gauge the situation still and not be super, super open with other people yet. Yeah, of course, if you're um, just meeting them. Like, of course, you want to relate to other people and relate to how they feel about the situation. So I think sarcasm is a good way to, I don't know, just play it off as if either you're joking or you're trying to relate to them. And that's why, I don't know, sarcasm is a great facade to however you're truly feeling inside because it's not, I don't know, sarcasm might be part of your personality, but there's more parts of your personality than just being sarcastic. And I think sarcasm can cover up a lot of those aspects. Like for me, I don't know, there's more to me than being sarcastic, and now there's more to me than being sad, but I guess everything goes this, uh, different ways, right? So moving on to that facade aspect, trying to cover up, there was actually a study done 
where people um, self-reported for a study and the result was that adults with depression and anxiety use more humor and sarcasm to cope with the COVID-19 pandemic. And of course, when we're thinking about the pandemic, we see results and effects such as like, oh, people are eating more, people are using drugs and alcohol, blah, blah, blah. But um, I think the study was super interesting because it looked into the psychological aspect of the after effects of COVID-19, the humor use, which is psychological in nature, right? This humor use, um, as much as humor might not be the right vibe, can always increase well-being. You know, I feel like humor always gets a laugh out of people. And as I said earlier, you know, you're still communicating with people. You're making conversation if you're just trying to be humorous. And this can serve as a coping strategy, honestly. I mean, with the lack of communication, lack of interaction in the COVID-19 pandemic, sometimes all you have to resort to is sarcasm, right? Because, I don't know, now we've, like, lost sense of how to even interact with, you, with each other in some aspects, right? And in this, like, time of coronavirus, of course, some of us have gotten, um, gotten depression, anxiety after it, showing um, various effects of that, symptoms. But sarcasm is there to help us cope with it. Because, you know, if you just end up being sad, too depressed, or anxious, my personal experience is that, I don't know, people make it out that you don't have any feeling, you're less approachable, and you're kind of just there, stoic, sad. And that idea is almost humorous in a sense, which is so ironic, because I'd be called out in class for being stoic. And that was supposed to be funny. But hey... The sarcasm that I used before could have just been used to cover up that sadness that I was feeling all along, right? So that's why I highly recommend, watch out when people are using sarcasm. You know, don't be paying attention to every one single word and whatever they're going to say and just assume things because of this podcast episode. But I don't know. It's like that uh, podcast episode that I talked about Friday Phrases for pretty good. Listen to the nuances in the conversation because it's a great way to connect with others. And I don't know, you also need to be cautious about what other people are saying. Listen for those nuances because you're going to be able to discover more about the person that you're talking to just by paying a little more attention than just focusing on the surface level sarcasm that they're giving off, right? It might actually tell you more about the person if you pay attention to how they talk and react about certain things and build connection that way instead by paying attention, by being an active listener. That's a great way to connect with people. And hey, when they notice that maybe your sarcasm is a facade or you're trying to get some other deeper meaning out of it, that's a great way to start building deep relationships with other people that you're just meeting. So yeah, highly encourage, you know, just watch it out. Feel the vibe of the situation. Watch out for the next time that you you use sarcasm or hear someone else use it, because it may just might just mean more than you think it does on the surface. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Open Hearts Enlightened Minds with me, your host Abby Salmera. As always, please check out and follow my Instagram at openhearts.enlightenedminds for more updates about whenever new episodes come out. Please, please, please share this podcast episode 
podcast in general with your friends. I'd love to have other people listen to what I have to say and hear feedback about, you know, whatever I'm talking about and learn and gain more experiences that I would love to talk about in the future. So don't forget, there's new episodes every Friday. So I'll catch you all next week.